Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. More info and opinions on Big Red than one station can handle. Now on two stations, Big Red Overreaction Postgame on 1620 The Zone and 1019 The K. Sound off. 402-951-1620. Big Red Overreaction is sponsored by Burton AC, Heating, Plumbing, and more. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. And Coors Light. Keeping Nebraska chill. Thompson in the gun. Yan off to his left. Snap back. Give it off to Jacquez. Lowers his shoulder. Pushed in by Hunter Anthony. Shoving him across the goal line. And it is a touchdown. Nebraska. Yes. Welcome back to Big Red Overreaction. <laughs> Brought to you by Coors They forgot Life. the yes on that one. Keeping Nebraska chill. No idea. We're going we're gonna to be playing the, uh, the Palmer touchdown and the reaction by Matt Davison. For the uh, rest of the week, Nebraska wins 35-21. This is the uh, final segment. Uh, Nick, John, Jake, make it good to close out as now we're into Sunday morning. Uh, We will not be going so that we can just hand it off to uh, Michael Severe. Uh, Here is uh, Nick. Hello, Nick. Thanks for the call. Welcome to Big Red Overreaction After Dark. Hey, guys. Hey, Nick. Were you watching that kid down south in Kansas State? Uh, Adrian? Um, yeah, I saw a little bit of it. He had a, he had another big day for them. Another good win for uh, Kansas State. Nick, the Sunflower State day? Showdown I, I, in November. I was out of the yard. What was her stat? I know he had like three touchdowns. Was it? Yeah, he had like 170 pat or like 160 or 170 passing and another 170 rushing yep. today. Well, 116 passing. Uh, Nick and John. 116. Okay. He had uh, 12 attempts, 171 yards, and three scores rushing. Amazing. That's the yeah, for a team that get, only scored 10 points against Tulane two weeks ago, they're yeah. now 2-0 and right. atop the yeah. Big 12. Now, I think Casey's doing a great job. I think he holds on the ball. And Adrian did the same thing. Just like a second, maybe a second and a half too long. I thought our line did great today, and I think Thompson would – do very good things, but watching Adrian do that and beat Oklahoma, and Oklahoma fell again today. But good for it's good it's good for Adrian. No revisionist history, Nick. It's act it's good it's good for both sides that Adrian's in Manhattan and Nebraska has a new quarterback here. And we're we're glad, and, and it's it's good to see Adrian smile and playing well. What really bugs me is that he is faster and he's a little bit bigger than he was last year, and he's playing like that. But that's what, they, that's what they do at K-State. What? what was that, Nick? He's so much healthier, it seems like. Yeah, and you know what? And he's got a running back. Deuce Vaughn does a lot of things yeah, that allow Adrian to sure. do what he does. So It helps a yeah. lot. Yep. Hey, Nick, thanks for the uh, phone call. And um, We live in a world, John, of the crazy train of college football in 2022, which some people are thinking, will this be like the season of 2007? Is... 
Remember in the summer when Saban and uh, Jimbo Fisher got sideways with each other, and we were yeah, th- we were we were thinking October eighth, it's going to be great because you'll have Texas A and M and Alabama game day will be there. It's going to be huge. Game day will be in Lawrence, Kansas, next Saturday for TCU, which blew out Oklahoma today, fifty five twenty four, and KU, who held on to win fourteen to eleven, two unbeaten teams. Good for them. Good for Kansas. They they earned this. I thought it should have been two weeks ago at, at against Duke, but this works just as well because now all of a sudden you got a TCU team that feels pretty good about itself. And granted, Oklahoma State looked really good today. I watched a lot of that game against Baylor. Um, I know there was a lot of points, but I think defensively it's still a really good team. Uh, and uh, and and their quarterback is Spencer Sanders, right? Yep. Um, is is pretty legit i mean i I like i like how oklahoma state looks but whoever whoever's going to be that other team there is going to be one heck of a race in the big 12 that's going to be a fun conference to watch because now it looks like oklahoma's headed for for god knows where uh and this matchup here uh this saturday uh in lawrence is going to be huge i mean if ku can start six and oh and be bowl eligible after six weeks really kansas I mean, just like we thought that Max Duggan uh, from Council of Los Lewis Central would be going against <laughs> yes. Adrian Martinez in a huge, uh, a huge game down the road for uh, TCU and Kansas State. But Max Duggan had a great game. He threw for 302 and three scores today. So now they'll try and go 5 0 when they play at uh, KU. So Matt Campbell, if I'm following along here, Matt Campbell got eliminated today, right? Yeah, I think so. I think Matt Campbell's okay. now been uh, unofficially it, eliminated. Ar- 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 Aranda got eliminated because they gave up 36. Yep. And Baylor and Iowa State are both 3-2. and two. Is that how this game works? I think so. I think that's how we're supposed to look at it. Uh, and, and Mickey won today, so he's already, you know, he's in the driver's seat. He's, 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 we're going to, uh, press conference tomorrow. We'll have live coverage here on the zone starting at 3 o'clock. Dave Doran out because they lost to Clemson. Uh, Dave Clawson back in because they won. Because they won again, um, yes. And but in all kind of like seriousness of the coaching search around here and names that pop up, if you are Wisconsin, you are fifteen and ten in your last twenty-five. You have yet to score in the second half against either Washington State or Illinois at home, and people are wondering what's wrong with Jim Leonard. Even more, what's going to happen with Paul Christ? And you have Lance Leipold, who's having the season that he's having, and his connection to the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, exactly. Mm. See, that's something worth watching because, you know, Barry Alvarez, and I know he's not the athletic director anymore, but, the, you know, Wisconsin, this they do not look anything like themselves. And something obviously is amiss. And there's already been some rumblings that, yeah, maybe Chris will be moved upstairs. But if the defense continues to struggle as they have, yeah. I don't know if Jim Leonard's going to be that attractive a candidate. Meanwhile, you got Lance Leipold who had – Tremendous success at Whitewater. Can you imagine if Nebraska doesn't go with Leipold and then Leipold ends up coaching against them in the division? (laughs) Man, there's going to be a lot of people who are like, well, why didn't Nebraska hire that guy? Well, how many of you wanted him in the first place? Uh, Here is uh, two more callers. Here is uh, John. John, good evening. Yeah. Angry. So um, I have a question. Why are we running... Um, there was a there was a couple of situations where we're running one back, and we're not like running a fullback, and we're all 
all of a sudden running one back run game. It, it, it kills me. It kills me every time we're running the one back. There's no play action. There's nothing going on. We're just running the one back. It's the, it's the quarterback going, oh, we're going to run the, just hand it off the run back, and there's no other option. There's nothing else going on. He's not, like, we're not, the quarterback is not ever, like, taking the ball and, like, running it down the field. It's always just, it always fails. Every has this has time. this call been saved in your drafts since 1999? No, it, 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 it no, it, it seriously. Have you watched it, football in the last 20 years? Every time, no. You have to watch. Like we we see it see it every time. Like every time uh, he has a, a chance, a running back actually has a chance. There's a fullback available. He's there. He the the tight end They don't have a fullback is, on the whatever roster. Whatever they call him, they the the tight end is in as in the fullback position. Uh, he's like an H back. Not not a true fullback, but maybe an H back. It's an H back. He is there and he has a chance. But you know what? They put him they if it's a he's in shotgun he hands the ball off. It's not a good play. Every time. What the hell is going on? It just pisses me off. It's like, why? Why? I don't know. What I don't understand on. is, remember that formation, Gary, they used to run the, the diamond formation? Why don't yeah. they do that anymore? No, I don't care about I just, I just, I just want to see a semi-fullback every time they run that little where they have the H back and he's blocking, and like half the time the H back blocks the guy, but he half the time he misses the block. Like yeah. every time, it's so infuriating. I know, I know, I, okay. John. I, I'm with you. There's a support group out there for bring fullbacks back. Um, no, it's not. It's not bring the fullback back. Well, it's they don't just, have a fullback right now, but it's just block. Yeah. Block the guy. Yeah, now that's a whole different. That's a whole different there conversation. There you go. There you got. John, thanks point. for the call. Nebraska is going to struggle because they do not have the true element of a quarterback run game, and they don't have a lot of window dressing. Um, I think in terms of putting somebody in motion, a, a, a jet sweep type of option, I maybe recall once or twice tonight. Irvin did it. Uh, it was in the second half. It just Nebraska doesn't have that, and people people know that. And they're going to key on Casey. Um, so you got to mix things up a little bit. And it doesn't appear to me, at least, John, that Mark Whipple is interested in having that in his repertoire. Now, that's the thing about, you know, Frost running game. It had a little bit more window dressing to it, a little bit more deception. And, and granted, he had a full stretch of the previous four years where he had a quarterback that, that the quarterback running was something you had to account for. Doesn't necessarily have that with Casey Thompson. I think that's going to be an ongoing thing all year. I hate. Well, this is this is more of a pro style yeah. attack, right? You know, there and there isn't a lot of window dressing, and and maybe maybe having some jet sweep action would certainly help. Now, to actually get to the end of the call, you know, through all of the the weird forest we went through, 
yes, missing blocks. That's that's yeah. the important thing. That's where Nebraska, if, if you're going to run this style of attack, then yes, if you're going to have an H back, if you're going to have your receivers block, they all have to engage. If they don't, then yeah, you're not going to have a whole lot of success. But um, I, yeah, Whipple's offense is not really predicated on a lot of a lot of flash, right? Uh, they're not going to do a lot of that type of stuff. He's not he's not one that is going to put receivers in motion like that. Um, doesn't mean it can't work, but it puts more it, it puts more on everyone who is out there to do their job. And if people are whiffing on blocks, that's why you've got Anthony Grant back there dancing around and having to, you know, make people miss. But that's also part of what has made him successful this year. So, yeah, uh, you know, but if you're wondering where the fullback is, they haven't had one for a few years. You're wondering where the fullback is. They all went to Fargo and they're playing for North Dakota State, who today ran a play with four fullbacks on the field. Oh, boy. Don't put that on Twitter tonight. There's going to be some Nebraskans won't be able to get to sleep if they see that. Boy, there would be, there would be some old school football fans around here that would be having cardiac arrest. Bertha, I need a new pair of shorts. I said cardiac arrest. <laughs> Here's I was the last. Something else. Here's the last call of the night. This is Jake. Hello, Jake. Good evening, gentlemen. How you doing? Good, Jake. Hey, uh, so I just wanted to call in, and it seemed like there was a, at least for me, um, that there was a kind of a common theme tonight, and it was just being kind of refreshed by what I saw. Um, number one, obviously, you know, getting the win is great, but I think in the way that they did it, and especially in the phases of the game that, especially in the last five years, that we you know, didn't see those areas of the game be successful. Um, you know, obviously the special teams touchdown. Um, but then seeing the, the fumble, um, you know, in the end zone that Indiana got for the touchdown, you know, as fans, we would have seen that in the past and we would have known, Hey, this is the point right now to where everything is going downhill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think we scored off of it, but just the fact that I think the defense, um, you know, the offense, I think they went three and out, but then the defense went back out on the field and, you know, got a stop. Um, you know, it felt like crisis averted. Um, and then the same thing with uh, Thompson's interception that he threw. Um, defense stepped up, got a three and out, um, when, again, that would have been a moment, um, you know, where, that would have been the moment every Nebraska fan would have, you know, panicked and said, this is the moment that we're going to lose. Um, you guys have kind of touched on it with Mickey Joseph, but it's also refreshing, um, you know, with all the rumors going around about, you know, Frost and everything, and we don't want to pile on, but it's refreshing to, I think, have an adult um, be the head coach. Um, you guys touched on it being able to, you know, articulate to players and especially 18 to 22 year olds, these are the expectations for you. Um, you know, this is what you're going to be held to. And if you're not going to do it, guess what? You're going to be on the sideline for a play or a series or whatever it is. But if you don't do your job, then there are going to be consequences. And how refreshing that is um, to have somebody to hold those kids to that standard. Um, and so, yeah, um, like I said, just a refreshing win. Um, 
I think it would make Trev's job a hell of a lot easier if, you know, we're able to rally and, I mean, a bowl game uh, two weeks ago would have seemed asinine, but if they can get there, um, you know, just how amazing that would be, and obviously it would be easy to have Mickey Joseph as the coach, but there's a lot of season left to go, so um, go Big Red and we'll just have to take it week by week and hopefully we get another win next week. Jake, thanks for the phone call. You 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 win in five days in New Jersey, then you're you're halfway to bowl eligibility. Um, but this will be this is like another good good week to see how not and this isn't about Mickey. This is about the football program how they handle success on a short week, which is a road game where you're going to on Thursday fly and go play a Friday game that you're not used to against a team that they're going to want to bounce back from their loss against Ohio State. And Rutgers is probably going to look at that game and go, you know what, man, that's a game we should beat Nebraska coming in here. I'll be curious to see tomorrow when the line comes out um, what it is. But for 24 hours, you enjoy the win. You found a way to win a football game, and you closed out a game in the fourth quarter when there were moments, as you've alluded to, John, that Nebraska in, in, in the previous four games – when things adversity had hit, they just crumbled and the roof caved in. That yep, never that, that never happened tonight. Now that's not to say if you know the two late drives by Indiana at the end of the first half, if if those were at some point elsewhere in the game where you weren't going into the locker room and and so the half is over, what happens? But I think Nebraska's response was pretty good because after that Reimer interception, I mean Nebraska what what there were three three and outs along the way and nothing but punts. So Kudos to that defensive side. Bill Bush got them in a good spot in the uh, short amount of time he had as defensive coordinator. Yeah, they did. And, you know, think about the momentum that Indiana had going into the locker room. It kind of felt a little like uh, Georgia Southern, and then Nebraska gets the ball first to start the second half, and and they end up punting. And then the next series is the interception. And, you know, Nebraska Nebraska only ran 7-10, 15 plays – and gained 12 yards in the third quarter. Usually in those moments is when the game got away from them. Well, during that time where Nebraska was running, you know, that few of plays with that few of yards, Indiana only ran, let's see, 6, 12, 17 plays and only gained about 58 yards in that entire quarter. So, you know, the defense was able to, to, to stop the bleeding. Usually once this team, once this team gets cut, there's no cut guy. There's no one over there in the corner that can stop the bleeding. And then all of a sudden you got a gusher and you know, the, the, the refs call on the fight because of too much blood. Nebraska didn't have that. They had their cut guy tonight. And that cut guy was the defense. And, And then once, once the offense, you know, got off the mat in the fourth quarter, then they finished the game. And that, so the word refreshing has been used several times tonight. It is. It's, it's very refreshing because we saw, we saw many opportunities tonight for this thing to get sideways, and it didn't get sideways to the point where they weren't going to get it back. And, and that, is, that is growth. That is progress. Yeah, and, and what does this win mean tonight? Well, it means that Nebraska won a football game that they needed uh, you know, whether you be wearing a helmet, a headset, or uh, rooting as a fan. And now, what does this win mean? We're going to find out in a short amount of time because we'll see what it's like on uh, Friday. But 
Nebraska wins 35-21. You can enjoy the weekend. You can go to church. You can uh, feel good about yourself tomorrow. You can open up the paper tomorrow and not go, yeah. oh, God, do I have to read this? Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, you might – I mean, what what is Michael going to have to talk about? Oh, I'm sure he'll have something. Oh, he will. He will. He's probably driving home There's right plenty. now. There's plenty. And you can join him tomorrow at 8 a.m. Yeah, and you know what? You've actually, got... actually, this morning at 8 a.m., we're uh, past midnight. That's true. And don't forget, we have London football in the morning as well between the Vikings and the Saints. That's true. Yes. So Kevin and Michael will be on at the same time, just not together. Ah, nicely done. <laughs> uh, for Conrad, for uh, John Bishop, I'm Gary Sharp. Big thanks to Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. Burton, when your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. And Equitable Bank, where we take banking personally. Don't forget, severe reaction coming up in about eight hours. And then we're all back from uh, 6A to 6P coming up on Monday. After Nebraska wins tonight, 35-21. to uh, 21. Again, for John, for Conrad, I'm Gary. Good night, everybody. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.